0: Hey there, I'm Dr. Amy King, otherwise known as Dr. Amy, and this podcast is The Most Important Medicine. Every time you join me, I want you to hear practical information and leave with tangible tools you can use every day. Friends, I am so glad you're here. I am here today to share a story with you as we're looking at year two of The Most Important Medicine because as of last week, I have recorded 51 podcast episodes with various incredible professionals from around the world. Um, And I want to just reflect on that for just a moment. I never thought, to be honest, I would do a podcast or have a podcast. And now it is something that I look forward to every week because I get to interview and talk with some of the most amazing people. This past year, I got to interview some of my heroes. I'm talking about Bruce Perry and Ken Ginsberg and so many friends and colleagues and new friends, literally from around the world. And when I look at my podcast and where its reach has been, Oh, my gosh. I mean, it's in Germany and England and Asia and Australia. People are listening to my podcast from around the the world, around the globe. And I am so grateful. I never thought I would be in this space, let alone showing up for over a year. This past year, I've gotten incredible feedback from all of you. You've heard stories that resonate with you, stories that have made you cry, stories that have made you laugh and gain tools. Um, One pediatric internist told me that this podcast has completely transformed how he practices medicine. And I'll tell you that in and of itself is enough to just keep me going to continue to have this impact on the world. That's really what I wanted when I started this podcast was to just provide free information and knowledge and support about what it means to be a trauma-informed clinician. So I I don't know. Another provider told me that she listened to this podcast to feel grounded on her way home from work so that she feels less alone in her experience every day. I mean, it's so phenomenal to hear your feedback. When I started this journey, I began in the field, solely in the field of healthcare. I had been working with healthcare professionals for over a decade and creating a space for clinicians that is trauma responsive is absolutely my jam. I love going in and just helping them completely shift the lens from, you know, what's wrong with you to what happened and how can I help? It really is where I love doing work So this podcast was really a straightforward way to get information about trauma-informed medicine and ways to build resilience through relationships out into the world. But even more than that, or I guess I should say in addition to that, I love talking about building those buffering mechanisms that address stress and trauma when it's present. I am known for... Bringing practical tools into the world and taking things that can be pretty complex and deciphering them down into actionable tools you can use right away because so many people that I talk with get a little bit intimidated by talking about trauma and adversity and they want to know like, okay, if I know about it, then I need to know what to do about it. I love talking about intergenerational and historical trauma, complex trauma and ways to support individuals on their journey. My passion truly is that every professional who works in the lives of children is trauma-aware and knows what to do when trauma is present. Tools that can be empowering and increase professional competence. In fact, my colleague and I have a book coming out this next year, just a shameless plug. We are writing a book for the American Academy of Pediatrics on just that, how we move upstream to create healthcare spaces that help pediatricians address childhood adversity. And I'm so excited, but I wanna go back and underscore an important part here that I just mentioned, and that is the kid part. I have spent my entire career, since before even my residency in 2002, working with kids and families around complex trauma. I've worked with incarcerated youth, I've worked in psychiatric hospitals, I've done home visits. In my private practice, I continue to work with this very specific population, children who've experienced trauma in many forms, whether it be bullying, racism, sexual abuse, domestic violence, physical abuse, horrible divorces, you name it. It really has been my life's work to be in this space of trauma and to have an impact In the lives of kids and children, and even more so to help other professionals understand it in a very tangible, relatable, actionable way. So, as this year has progressed, this past year, I've continued to support healthcare professionals. And man, did they need it! I mean, I've talked with federally qualified health centers, small pediatric clinics, individual physicians, big organizations, you name it. I also support professionals in my Learning Collaborative. It's currently called the Provider Lounge, and if you haven't joined us there, please check it out now and on my website, www.dramyllc.com and join us. This Learning Collaborative has really grown this past year. We provide CME in it. We've talked about physician suicide, burnout, how we can better listen to one another and to patients, and ways to heal organizations post-pandemic. We have found ways to find purpose and renewed hope. More on the Learning Collaborative later. Lots of time to talk about the exciting changes that are happening to our Learning Collaborative um, that is currently being called Provider Lounge. But all that to say, my podcast has reflected a great deal of this work in the healthcare space. But my work also includes other really important groups So in addition to helping these incredible medical professionals, experts, I also work with experts in other fields that work with children, educators in the field of early childhood and education, and they continue to approach me about my work. They too have felt overwhelmed and they have felt confused about the level of trauma and stress they're seeing in kids today. In a post-COVID world, if that's what we're going to call it, Um, Those of us who work with kids and families have never seen such heightened levels of trauma. If you work with kids, please know this. Professionals in every corner of every field from across our country are seeing increased rates of depression, suicide, anxiety, trauma. You are not alone if this is your experience. And so once again, as I'm doing my work in the healthcare space and education space and spaces that intersect in the lives of kids and families, I had to get really laser focused on who comes to me for help and support. And it really is those of you that sit at the intersection of systems for kids and families. And by that I mean pediatricians, family practitioners, early Head Start teachers, early intervention specialists, teachers, nurse home visitors, OTs and SLPs and PTs and family advocates and parent educators, all of you who want to have a greater impact in the lives of children. But I think at times you feel burdened and stressed out by the level of trauma you're seeing right now and the short period of time you have to address the complex needs of kids and families. Just this morning I was talking with a group of early Head Start teachers and early home visitors and As we were talking about their level of concern for kids and families, one woman spoke up and said, you know, it feels so overwhelming and kids' behavior is so complex right now. Um, I know they've experienced so much trauma the last few years when we've had periods of extreme isolation and, and long periods of no social connection. And she said, I had to remind myself that I get to work with these kids for years at a time, I get to give them all of these small doses of help and intervention and resource and support. It doesn't have to all happen at one time in one encounter. And I loved hearing that. So as I was saying, this past year, in addition to supporting healthcare professionals, physicians and healthcare organizations, I've continued To do the work in child abuse prevention, Head Start, early intervention, nurse home visiting programs, and all of this has renewed my passion and purpose about what it means to be a psychologist who's endorsed in pediatric health and early childhood development. It's opened my eyes to the need out there for my curriculum that addresses trauma and builds connection through relationships My curriculum called the Cards for Connection, which you can find out more about on my website, does just that. I'll be sharing more about this curriculum in the next month or so, and you can decide if you want to join me or become part of the community that's being certified. But part of this last year has been a tremendous growth and need for this curriculum so that we can really respond to the unmet needs of kids and families. Cards for Connection, just briefly, is a certification for professionals who work with kids and families. I teach them interventions that mitigate trauma and build relational health and social emotional health. And the data is incredible. I cannot wait to tell you more about this, but again, more on that later. I'm wanting to share this continued journey that I'm having as I am hosting this podcast and building a space for professionals I really have decided that I want my podcast to reflect the larger body of work that I do and focus in my wheelhouse of expertise, which is pediatric health and child development. So this August, if you'll join me, it's going to be a month of story sharing and journey renewal. I'm going to use this platform to share the incredible work and dedication it takes to work in the lives of children and families with complex needs. We're going to talk about ways to feel more competent and connected along the way. Next week, I'll be sharing with you the new title for this podcast. The current title is The Most Important Medicine, Responding to Trauma and Creating Resilience in Primary Care, Um, and we'll continue to do that. But I also want everyone who works in the lives of kids and families to see this as a free resource that will help you guide or feel guided rather on this incredible work you're all doing. So next week, the new podcast title will come out, um, the new artwork for it, everything. I'm super excited. Don't worry, if you're a physician or nurse or other health professional, I'm still here from you. But I'm gonna sit at this intersection with those of you who work specifically with kids and families. And we're gonna begin to transform how we do this work. And we're going to invite other professionals who work with kids and families into this space as well. After all, We're strong when we have power with each other, when we share resources and gain support and stay in community. When we encourage collaboration and insight from other experts that do this important work, we create the most important medicine through connection. Because in my almost 25 years of working with kids and families and the professionals in their lives, there's one aspect that I go back to again and again and again, and it's connection. How we model it how we encourage it and how we sit in communities of connection with one another. So that's what I've been up to this past year. Really. When I think about, you know, starting this podcast last August, creating a learning collaborative for professionals, having this certification curriculum that has just blown up and served so many professionals. I, I am so grateful to be able to share this space with all of you and to be asked into your areas of profession, whether it's a clinic or a hospital or healthcare organization or an early childhood center or a nurse home visiting program, or even for those of you that have come out to my farm and done retreats with me or hosted other spaces that we've had these beautiful community gatherings. Um, That's what I wanna continue to do to really serve those of you that sit at this intersection of working with kids and families that have very complex needs. And and as we're all looking at them and realizing, wow, um, going through years of isolation and lacking connection has really had a profound impact on the kids and families we work with. And, And I know so many of you, despite post COVID behavior and mental health and complexities, just want to feel more competent in working with kids and, and children and and I know you have limited time and I know you have limited resources and this is going to be the space where we can talk about the system that kids are in and ways to support them and help them grow and thrive and build nurturing connections that ultimately lead to greater resilience because what we know is that resilience mitigates stress and harm so that's kind of a nutshell of what I've been thinking about for this podcast and what I've been up to this past year I'm refocusing my podcast towards this purpose. So I can be more in alignment with those I serve. And I, those of you that I have the privilege of working with every day, the more focused I become, the more purposeful and, and inspired I feel. So hang on for the ride. I'm so glad you're here. I really want you to tune in next week um, when we talk about the new podcast title And the three pillars that inspire the work that I do every day, really, it's the work that I'm grounded in and the work that I want to invite all of you to join me in. I'll be releasing a new resource for you next week as well. So I want you to tune in. I absolutely cannot wait to collaborate with all of you. So until next week, friends, that's it. If you like what you're hearing here, please subscribe to my newsletter at www.dramyllc.com. That's Dr. Amy, doctor spelled out, dramyllc.com. This is the most important medicine. Keep listening to other people's stories and let them transform you and keep sharing yours because your humanity will heal others. Bye for now.